Yeah. Only plugging beers that we're not affiliated with. All right. Yeah, <laughs> Jackhammer, if you want representation, <laughs> we can we can offer you uh, free advertising to over thirty people a week. If Bud, if Bud Light were to offer us podcast money and substantial podcast money, I still, still wouldn't. I still it. wouldn't drink it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still wouldn't drink it. No, not having it. I think you would. Hello, welcome to week 38 or 39, I can't remember which, it's it's a week of the Long Snapper podcast, not a lot's happening in the NFL so we're uh, we're putting out a mailbag episode, Mark and Adam, you're with me, how you doing fellas? Yeah, I'm alright, thank you. Yeah, I'm good, right. I, I, I guess if Terry Wogan can base his entire career on getting the listeners to write the show for him, then yeah. so can we. Yeah, but what is Wogan? Um, wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's an obscure Ali G reference there for anyone that doesn't know. In case you wondered, we're an NFL podcast. Um, We are not very knowledgeable. We're not journalists. We're not anything. We're just three lads on this occasion who like chatting about the NFL. So if you're into the NFL, stick around. You might have a few laughs and a few few funnies. If you want to have a largely uninterrupted life on Twitter, follow us. You get about three tweets a week. But we are at Long Snap Pod. (laughs) On a, um, on a good week, yeah. And if you really want to be not, if you want to follow loads of stuff but not be bothered, follow us on Facebook. That's the way to go. Um, because we will not, we will not interrupt your timeline in any way, shape, or form. Uh, that's how you can get get with us. You've already worked out that you can download us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, I think, because it's now supposed to be called. Uh, leave us a review, tell your friends, and we'll get on with stuff. Um, Adam. As is customary on the Long Snapper podcast, we've got a quiz. It's moved about all over the shop. We don't really know where it should go, but you are going to kick off this week with your quiz. I am indeed. Um, You may have seen, I don't know if we covered it in a news item on a previous pod, but apparently apparently he's the GOAT, but we also called him our ultimate team quarterback, Mr. Thomas Brady, (laughs) Uh, is the face of the new edition of Madden, which is about as boring as a cover star of Madden can get. Uh, this quiz is based around other people who have been um, the face of Madden in the past. Um, so you're both going to try and name three each and see how we get on. Um, the format here is, is going to be the, for each player, there are going to be four clues. Um, if you, if you get them on the first clue, you'll get four points, the second clue, three and so on. Um, however, if you choose to answer at any point and get it wrong, play will pass to the other player um so you can stick or twist basically if you think you know have a punt however if you get it wrong play passes you're not sure you want another clue the points available goes down etc does that make sense yeah so this is essentially yeah. a rip-off of quite a lot of quizzes that do yeah this, I, I think the the well, how, how many of our quizzes aren't rip-offs of other quizzes well we, we like to do that deliberately i was thinking <laughs> a bit like one of the rounds i'm going for gold kind of if yeah. you could dig that, dig about, that theme tune out. About the fancy be... sliding graphics. Anyway, get on with it. Yeah, all the time. But yeah, we'll, we'll go. We'll go with that. Um, in no particular order, Dougie, you're going to kick us off. Okay. And uh, you're in the four zone. I'm going to. No, I'm not going to go with this. Oh, do uh, it. I like it. Come on, Henry Kelly. <laughs> Play a pass. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got? Uh, what have you got, Croatia? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, of course, it's countries, isn't it? Yeah. 
they, they all wore like lederhosen and stuff, didn't they? Oh, that's fantastic. So, it's not the one where it's all loads of Europeans in it. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. gold, man. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Appreciate it. At least we've got the music for this week, anyway. We, we certainly do. Uh, your first player, your first clue, so four points, obviously, if you choose to, uh, choose to guess at this point. Your first player uh, was running back who played for five different teams from 2008 to 2014. 2008 to 2014, running back. You're going to have a stab or pass at this point to the next clue. was in the league in 2014 I would say that he was hot in 2000 2008 he was coming as a rookie he would have been good okay I'll have one more clue I think I know who it is but I'll have one more just to okay three points the next clue drafted by the Broncos in the seventh round in 2008 um that wouldn't help me out at all Jesus and he was on the cover of Madden <laughs> <laughs> Not got a clue who this is. Not going to lie. 2007, 2008 Broncos, and he's out of the league now. Don't give him any more clues. Well, I did. I did already say five different teams from 2008 to 2014. So yeah, he's so out of the league. He must have only had one good year because if he had five five teams in a seven year stretch. Shit! You've you've. You, you, I know it is. It's the, oh, yeah, I know who it is. Ah. <laughs> He's playing the game. He's playing the game. I'll have one more. I know who this is. One He's more clue. The... Okay, for two points. His best season was in 2010 when he rushed for 1,177 yards and amassed a further 477 receiving yards. It's not there, is it? No, give me the last one. Last clue for one point. He was on the cover of Madden 12 as a Cleveland Brown. Oh, fucking hell. It was, um, he was a chief as well. He went ma- he went mental, didn't he, and thought he was and part of the were. Secret Service. One, one year, and it became a bit of a joke to get yeah, him on pa- the cover. Um, Peyton Hillis. Correct for, correct, for one point. Well done. Mark, let's see, uh, let's see if you can do better with your first go. Alpha. Uh, for, for, well, we'll see. For four points. This, this, first... is where it, this is where it comes and bites me on the ass, where I've been downloading these rather than buying the actual game. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> a lot of these are pre-download. Don't worry about that it. Right, that um, his for four points. His first, sorry, his big break in the NFL came when replacing the injured quarterback Don Majkowski. Um. Dombrowski. You know, I'm trying to think of quarterbacks then that have been on the cover. Um, Dombrowski. <sighs> Don't know. Move on. On next clue. Okay. His only Super Bowl ring came in Super Bowl 31. Um. I know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just wondering, Mark, if you knew the last one when you said you did. Or I did. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. No, I had got it. Um, no, don't know. Keep going. Okay. It was first drafted by the Falcons in 1991. 91. Oh, come on, man. 
Hermione will be screaming at his, pod, uh, his podcast device. <laughs> 91. Um, going to drift to the last clue. Yeah. Okay, finally, he starred in There's Something About Mary and was the cover of Madden 09. 09. Oh, um, fuck. It must be, mustn't it? You can elect not to guess which is it, um, Bruce Dougie out if you wanted to. Is it? It's only a point. Yeah, that long ago. It's, I mean, it seems like, because of course I'm thinking of younger players, but it's um, it's fucking Brett Favre, isn't it? It is indeed. There are points. Oh, Sorry. Uh, Gunslinger, the man who threw the most interceptions in <laughs> NFL history. <laughs> so you're good on each other's questions, which is... Yeah, well, not, not really. Okay. Uh, Dougie, you're up next. Uh, the next player. Okay. Passed for 4,000... You ready? For, passed for 4,000... 745 yards and rushed for 947 yards in his first two seasons in the NFL. Come on, well that's straight away. <laughs> Why couldn't I add that one? Is it, is it though? Because it might yeah. be the other one. No, it's it's him. Of course it's him. I will have another clue just because there's two that I think it could be. Okay, next clue. He has Four, just signed in, in two seasons. Though, Mark, four thousand. That's, that's less than two and a half thousand a year. Is, you're right, it's one of two, and I'd be surprised. check out, I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, the, the, the next clue, he has just signed for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Vince Young. Well done. Uh, you thought it was Vic, didn't you? I did, I did think it was Vic, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. He was on the cover of Madden 08 in all, all light blue uniform, which I always thought looked good. Um, Vince Young even looked good briefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, next player, Mark, you're up. And the first clue, drafted many, in... What clue, what clue did Dougie get that on, the second one? Second, second one, three one, yeah. points. So you're 4-1 down at this point. Big trouble. Um, this guy was drafted in 1996 from the University of Miami with the 26th overall pick. Well, that's a tough opening clue, man. Oh, God, oh, I, I'm getting people that were like drafted in the 90s um, say, say you're that young. Come on. Say, say it again. Drafted in 1996 from the University of Miami with the 26th overall pick. Um, I'm trying to think of who was on one of the covers early doors. 26th pick, first round. Um, who was one of the early ones? I've got a feeling. I, I, I've got a feeling I know this. I'm going to go with. Oh, oh. I'm go- if I if I guess and get it wrong, do I still get the next one? No, Dougie gets to have a go for four points. If you he he gets control, if that makes sense. I'll uh, I'll have the second clue, please. <laughs> okay, you coward. <laughs> the, the next clue. He won two Super Bowl rings twelve years apart. Not who I thought it was. Ooh, dear me. Oh, um, yeah. Can I can I play, please? Can indeed. Is it Ray Lewis? It is. Well played. Well done, well done. I didn't get that. Well done. That was good. Madden 2005. He was on the on the front of um, somewhere in the in the middle of those two rings. <laughs> yeah. How many okay. more of these have we got? Uh, you got one each. Okay, cool. So you're yeah. tied at four four apiece. Um, Dougie, 
the next guy. He was drafted out of Alabama in the year 2000. Along with about 17 other players, I yeah, imagine. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't drafted out of Alabama. Who probably weren't on the cover of Madden. The others, maybe. Next, please. He was a 2005 NFL rushing yards leader. Um, no, he was TCU. <laughs> Next. Okay. He finished in the NFL in the 2008 season after moving to Washington and playing just four games that season. Sean Alexander. Great shout. So I would have gone with, yeah. Good knowledge. Well done. Great shout. Um, Madden 07, he was. He's sort of forgotten. Yeah. yeah which, is, yeah. which is really unfair. I think was it was he a Seahawk when he was on the cover? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, almost yeah. the rest of his career there. Yeah. Um, okay, Mark, it will help you, I guess, knowing how how many you have to get. Um, now, I'm I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to write a name down on my pad, right? <laughs> because I think I know who this is going to be. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, have, right, there, have there been any other Titans that have been on the cover? I can think of one. So let's see if Adam's Bond works. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Okay. First clue. At school, he ran a 10.3 seconds. Here we go. 100 metres. When he was 16, who's favourite 200 metres. You can choose to listen or not. It's entirely up to you. <laughs> Sorry. Start, start again, please, Mr Foxcroft. At school, he ran a 10.3 seconds, 100 metres, and a 21.74, 200 metres. Yeah, He's fast. That's the clue. How's that? I think, like, you know, 95% of the people on this list are going to be fast, so it could be anything, couldn't Nothing about that fast. Um, uh, would you like another clue, sir? You may as well, tactically, to be honest. He is the only player to amass 12,000 career rushing and 6,000 career receiving yards. Tense moments here on the long sapper podcast. Yes, well, the question is, do I go for it? Do I go for it now? This is if for I the win. On, this is for if I get the on win. This one, I win. If it's on the next one, it's a tie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I have no tiebreaker question. <laughs> Normally, I prepare one. So, you're, what you're saying is, please go for it now and like, bail me out. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, uh, I'm draw if that happens. We'll see. I don't think he had that many receiving yards. What did he? Come on. Yeah, come on. Got to carry you here. Um. I'm thinking because they're quick, it's a running back, obviously. That, and if they've got that many rushing yards, it's got to be a rushing back who can also catch the ball. There's a... No, I don't know. Give me. I'm going to have to take that as clue. Sorry. Okay. Okay. His only Super Bowl ring came in Super Bowl 34. Um, is it Marshall Fogg? It is. <laughs> we have we have a tie, and I'm going to call it a tie. And I'll tell you for why. The NFL have just announced that overtime is going to shrink from 15 minutes to 10, <laughs> and that has been confirmed. Yeah, we've got the a lot more ties in the NFL, so let's leave it at that. <laughs> so oh, play, neither of us get the music. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, we'll have this instead. 
Basically, you've had that ready to go. Yeah. Um, great quiz, Adam. As usual, you've excelled in the quiz quiz making department. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I don't know. It's good. Um, if everyone else did, but yeah, uh, we've already done our plugs, so the running order is moot. Um, let's move on <laughs> to some news. Uh, there, there is not a lot going on in the NFL at the moment. Um, apart from pointless stories that nobody really cares about. I mean, when even when even the the greatest NFL podcast of them all, the uh, around the NFL, are struggling for content, what chance have we got? So, Adam, you've already mentioned overtime reduced to ten minutes. Uh, do we think that's a good idea? I think you, I think what Adam said is right. In the you're going to see a shitload more ties because um, wasn't there quite a few um, games last year that eight more ended in ties than usual, and there were quite a few games decided in the last five minutes. Um, there was a I, I don't kicking going on last year. I, I was thinking about this. I think there was the game at Wembley. There was a twenty-yard field goal miss, wasn't there? Yeah. I seem to recall a Seahawk, uh, a Cardinals Seahawks game. I think similar thing happened. Yeah, yeah I mentioned. I'm, I don't know if you remember. I mentioned in a podcast towards the end of the season the uh, theory that Bill Simmons put forward, where he was saying that extra points being basically gimmies gave the kickers chance to warm up for their for their actual field goals. So that, but yeah. with, with moving the extra points back to being like a 70-30 rather than a 99% chance, the guys aren't really getting chance to get their legs warmed up or, you know, take the pressure off, have pressure-free kicks to loosen up. So that's creating more bad kicking because kickers are coming in undercooked. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It does. No, yeah. It does. It's, a, um, it's a theory, isn't it? That's... It sounds like it comes from, comes from the kickers' union, possibly. But yeah, I, oh, could, Bill Simmons. I could see the logic. Bill Simmons. I don't know if you listen yeah. to Bill Simmons' podcast. It's really good. If you if you don't, you should listen to it and read The Ringer. There you go. Um, so, yeah, we agree. Overtime reduction. Do you know what it does, actually? is The more ties there are, the more funky all the tiebreakers get. And it actually creates yeah, habit of standings. So it could yeah. be good in terms of keeping teams around. Um, and I think a lot a lot of overtime games... Last season were settled after the ten minute mark, weren't they? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's but since they've changed the rules that the you know the first kick doesn't win you the game. Because I'd be interested to know the stats on how often that happened. Because I bet it was a fair few. Um, yeah, now that, that that's doesn't made happen. More ties. Yeah, that, and more more people well. are going for it to try and get the the, the touchdown first. Um, and yeah, and I think your result you're seeing in overtimes going a lot deeper. Um, we'll see. I don't hate the fact that. It doesn't. No, it doesn't drag the game out that a little bit more. Um, I'm, I, I'm kind of against it. I think it's just meddling in something that doesn't need to be meddled with. I don't. I'm not strongly against it. Though. I don't think. I don't think a tie is dull. I think a, a tie in overtime is, I love a tie. is as exciting as it can get. Um, <laughs> so in that sense, maybe it's not a bad thing. It's but you know, is it is it dramatic? I think there'll still be a two minute warning in overtime and. Teams tend to manage the clock around that, and it will be it. Will, you're looking at how much time's to go, rather than how much time has elapsed. So you're starting on ten minutes. It might be one drive that gets chucked off the start, and overtime will have a similar dynamic. I think. Agreed. Yeah, it already feels like it's urgent from the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Which is good. So let's move on. Um, on the running order, we've got something about OBJ misses some OTAs. Do we care? No. Um, 
Move on. Yeah. The LA Stadium. Really <laughs> let's let's talk about the LA Stadium because that is actually quite interesting. About um, in the middle of LA, a stadium's development has been delayed because it's pissed down for a month. Yeah. I mean, it's why, a good job they're not trying. To, it... uh, what are they going to do if they try and build a London franchise with a new stadium? What does that fuck will never get built? Why don't understand? Why delay the stadium that's due to be opened in three years? How much <laughs> rain has there been? <laughs> Just well, work faster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Wembley Stadium took seven years, didn't it? So it rains a lot here. Uh, maybe we're starting to get to the bottom of that. Yeah, I don't. Well, maybe. Who knows? But mm. I mean, that it seems it seems bonkers to me that they're saying, "Oh, yeah, that's that stadium that's due to be built in three years' time." Yeah, that's going to be delayed a year now because it rained a little bit. <laughs> I mean, in real terms, yeah, that's you, right. embarrassing. Do you think it will affect the Chargers playing in that small stadium for two years? No, I didn't mind. Say that again, mate. Yeah. Sorry, I'll talk to you then. That's right. I th- I think they um they might revel in it a little bit. As, I mean, I know it's a it's basically it's a football stadium, isn't it? Like a soccer stadium that they play. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I I wonder if it might be they they might get an element of the the kind of stuff you see in like the Premier League, where the the little teams come with the small intimidating stadiums, and it puts the other teams off because they're not used to it. If there's thirty thousand corporate fans. Well, there is. There's always that, obviously. But who knows? It depends what, kind, like you said, it depends what kind of fans they get in and what kind of atmosphere they can generate in that stadium. And if they can make it intimidating, the kind of place where people don't want to go, um, then then who knows? Maybe they can make it fortress LA. I think they'll do well to to do that. It will help them, though, as you say. Um, the the alternative would be to play immediately in front of sixty, seventy thousand largely empty seats. Um, there's a there's going to be not many. I suspect not many people are going to make it up the road from San Diego to go and see them. No. There's not too much love lost, is there? Um, it's also if they can get miles. thirty thousand, well, it's not that far. It is. It is. It's yeah, fucking well. miles, Adam. Okay, you. you Especially like the length of the, it was like ninety the miles from New York to Green Bay, right? Doggy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> straight going to look this up. Totally no, <laughs> right now. Um, I'm to... telling you, it's a three, four hour drive tops. Right, a three, four-hour drive. A three, four-hour drive is London to Manchester. Well, people do that every Saturday. 124 miles. I've looked it up. Really? So that is essentially driving from London to Stoke. Bristol, Bristol to Birmingham kind of thing, but a bit yeah. further. Bristol, yeah, just beyond. But people would do that. But I don't think anyone will because they kind of, they hate the team now, don't they? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I th- yeah. Anyway. Look, we're going to rattle on because we've got a mailbag to get to. on the Long Snapper Geography podcast, hosted <laughs> yeah. by Dougie. <laughs> um, yeah, we got a little... We, we decided to do a mailbag, as we said. Not much going on in the NFL. Um, we got a few questions. We weren't expecting to get millions, you know. We are what we are. Um, yeah, so Neil Dutton, our celebrity fan, is, uh, we're going to go with him first just because, you know, he's famous and that. And uh, we haven't had many questions. We are what we are, as I said. Um, Neil's asked uh, his tweet was a player from A your team and B your time watching the NFL who made you go wow more than anyone else can I kick us off with this Aaron Hernandez (laughs) (laughs) some of the stuff you know just wow and I still still do it like wow that dude Uh, that falls straight up murdered people yeah Um, allegedly Um, and a player from my team Christian Okoye the Nigerian nightmare. Oh, nice. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. The, the, the world's largest shoulder pads. Uh, you could have strung them between two trees and slept in them if you were on a desert island. Uh, that, that is a fantastic episode. I don't know if you've seen it of a football life, Christian Okoye. Um, Agreed. 
what Agreed. A, what a guy of a story. What a guy. Um, Mark, player from your team who made you go wow more than anyone else. Yeah, I was thinking about this, and it's what's a bit sad is the fact that there's there's no one recent. Mm. Um, <laughs> there's, you know, there's none that I thought have come to the Bills that I was genuinely excited about. I think that, in all honesty, the the one that it would have to be is going to be Andre Reid. Um, no, you know, honourable mention for Thurman Thomas because I always loved watching him. But Jim Kelly's favourite receiver. Um, brilliant player and I think he's got to be the one that made me sit up and enjoy watching the team play more than anybody else um, from any other team this is tough I think that I in terms of players that I was genuinely really really excited to watch there's a couple and we mentioned it when we were talking about the the quarterback um, debate for greatest um, bet like Finnaf super team um, Mike Vick when he first came out of college was someone that I thought was fantastic to watch and I thought that was brilliant but the guy who I would probably go with was, would be Devin Hester um, I think he okay, was yeah. re- it was so exciting to watch whenever he came on the field was someone that was genuinely looked like he was going to score every single time he got the ball and just from a pure excitement factor and like the word that was used was wow with some of the stuff he could do um, admittedly limited to, to, you know, to a return speciality but some of the stuff he did I thought was absolutely incredible what an athlete and um yeah, I would have there's, paid to watch him play the game. There's nothing more exciting than a kick return, is there? Like a kick return that goes the full length. When you see them, they make that final cut and it's just, you realise, yeah. crap, there's They're no gone. one in front of them. They're off. Yeah. I, yeah, I totally yeah. agree. I, I, I love it. And the way That's, that he did it in the yeah. Super Bowl, first play of the Super Bowl, um, that ultimately ended up in them losing. But I thought, you know, that was nice that he became the first player to get a kickoff return for a touchdown in the Super Bowl um, and just genuinely electric to watch when he was at his prime. Hall of Fame. That's one of the most exciting for places Devin to live in the stadium as well. A kickoff return. Yeah, where yeah. You see the speed of the the teams running towards each other. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Hall brilliant. of Fame for Devin uh, Hester. No. I don't know. Can you get in for just being a specialist in mm. kickoff returns? Um. Genuinely, I think like you know, I think you'd have had to do a bit more other than that for me. Yeah, I can't there agree with you. In the Hall of in the Hall of Fame. Uh, fair point. But well, that's, and that's kick true. returner I mean, has his was. own listed roster spot. Well, then, well, then maybe. Yeah, he's, a few he's, better, yeah. he's the best that there has ever been at doing it, in yeah. my opinion. So if you know if there are others in there, then yeah, why not? Well, you might have Tyreek Hill in a few years. Um, Adam, <laughs> um, from my time watching the NFL, this is this might seem a bit predictable. Also, pretty recent, Odell Beckham Jr. A couple of those catches just have made me. Oh, the one against Dallas. Go, wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, and Collinsworth, um, calling it, um, and his his reaction was the same as everybody else is watching it, which is why it was yeah. a fantastic piece of commentary as well. But you know, that, that doesn't even come close yeah. to how good that catch was. It was just the disbelief um, in his voice, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Did it like? The, did he catch just that? Because like, had, he just couldn't believe it. Everyone else, could. everyone else is comment, like concentrating on the penalty. And Collinsworth picks up on the fact that he actually caught the ball and you think, Jesus, amazing. Um, from my team, this is a bit, I don't like saying this, but um, it sort of went a bit sour with him. Um, but it's it's probably Chris Johnson. Yeah. Um, a couple of years, just the, that explosiveness. It didn't, it didn't carry on for him, did it? But 
0809 when he first probably even he got 2000 yards in 2009 but his rookie season 2008 before that um i can think of two or three plays where he just just beat the first tackle and that was all he needed to do he was just got he was in the end zone from 80 yards or whatever and nobody was ever going to catch him just the first time you saw him do that you think wow this guy's going to be something special and he was for a bit there you go yeah thanks for that Neil that's a great question maybe we can get you on here one day to sprinkle some stardust on the long snapper podcast Um, (laughs) Rich Noonan at Rich N underscore Tog catchy uh, which team is most likely to flip from poor to excellent and vice versa? Jags, Panthers, one way. Not sure who will fall from grace. Uh, is, that who, is, that who, uh, is that who Rich thinks? That's who Rich thinks, yep. Uh, Mark, most likely to flip from poor to excellent. From poor to excellent. And I, I banged the drum for them a fair bit last year in that I think that they're far better than their record suggests. So I'm going to say from poor to excellent is going to be the LA Chargers. Interesting that we were chatting about them before. Um, Even in that they, division? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I think they've got a really, a very, very talented, a far more talented roster than um, their record suggests. They need to get a bit of luck with injuries, especially on their offensive line. Um, it's obviously, you know, it depends on how well the Broncos and the Chiefs, um, not the Broncos because they're going to be shit next year, but the Raiders and the Chiefs do. Um, but I can see them having an equally good record Adding Mike Williams to that to their receivers, Keenan Allen's there anyway. Um, two decent tight ends. Phil Rivers still doing his thing. Mel- Melvin Gordon coming out of a breakout year. If their on- offensive line can stay healthy, I can see them having a really good year. Joey Bosa coming in now, coming in off the edge. Probably one of the best young defenders we've seen in the league for a long time. I am. Um, I-, I fancy the Chargers to have a decent season. And no, we could listen. We can listen to this just... again in January when they've gone yeah. four and twelve, and you can say, Mark, you're a dickhead. Keep Adam, your players fit, Chargers. Yeah, that's what. Exactly yeah. it. That's it. They've yeah. just got to be lucky with injuries. It seems and they like haven't the been for like three be, years. They haven't been. So maybe it's not luck. Maybe it's someone else. Um, um, Adam, way around. Who's give, your, give us a team. Uh, well, Adam, why don't you do that? Otherwise, we'll be okay. here for all night. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, give us the team that's going the other way. Going the other way, yeah. Okay. Um, you mentioned Denver. Actually, that's not a bad shout. But I, the one I had was actually Atlanta. Um, Interesting. Just, just because, mainly because Shanahan's gone, and I'd be—I mean, I don't know. It's in, it would be very interesting to see how much of their success was down to him. Um, yes, they've still got some phenomenal names, particularly on that offense. But I just have this feeling that they overachieved a little bit. Obviously, they made the Super Bowl is a, an understatement on overachieving. But I just have this feeling that. It might not be so easy for them next year. I think they've got too many weapons, and that division's quite weak, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I think the yeah, Bucks okay, will do okay. But... I think the Bucks will be okay next year. I fancy them to have a decent season, but well, P- Panthers. You, it all depends on what team. What if they go back to their, you know, 2015 form, or whether they stay as being the shit tip that was the last season. Same. I think the Panthers will, as, as Rich suggests, will bounce back a bit. A bit. Yeah. My other issue with the Falcons is they'll be they'll be hurting possibly a bit too much. I think there'll be players that will be scarred by what happened. Adam, just lift your mic closer to your mouth slightly. Okay. Um, I think we all know where I stand with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, 
<laughs> I knew you were going to say them. <laughs> I think it's maybe... So I just have written here, leave Cleveland for Dougie. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? I think it may be one season too soon for the Cleveland Browns because next year's quarterback class, I think they're going to tank this year and potentially get that number one or number two pick for a quarterback and with their other draft picks next year. I told, I've told i already told you, three years' time I see them in the Super Bowl. Um, well, so, we're, when we're doing this in 2020 or whenever it is, at Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, and Doug's going to be like, I told you, boys. I told you this was coming. <laughs> any any love of the 49ers going from no. poor to excellent, which Rich will want us to, I know he will, he'll want us to... Uh, Don't give the game away that we know all these people. <laughs> um, no I'd be surprised I mean, who's their quarterback at the minute um, exactly. Jerry Garcia in it or whatever his name yeah. was <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well they're, they're not they're not going to make the playoffs I don't, or anything like that but I think they're going to be stronger they've had a good draft they've done they've done pretty well but it's a longer term project for them Talking about you know talking about Shanahan obviously makes a difference, but Brian Hoyer is their starting quarterback at the moment. Um, I mean, he'll get he'll win a couple of games. Like they're not going to go zero and sixteen with Brian Hoyer, are they? I wouldn't have thought. No, no. But like like the Browns, they'll be looking probably at a guy next year potentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, so one, just of their, quickly one of their around... starting one of their starting wide receivers for next season was the fourth choice Bills receiver last year. That tells you all you need to know about the depth yeah. they've got at that position. Let's just go around the room. Worst record in the NFL, Adam. Oh, oh, Jets, Mark, Jets, and I'm going to say the 49ers. So between the Jets or the Rams for me, one of those two. But so you yeah, could argue the that the, the 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 Jets are going to fall from grace really because they were they were average and they're going to go from average to worst. No. Well, five and eleven last year, so not brilliant. But um, they yeah, I think they're going to be worse than that. Okay. Let's move it on. Thanks for the question, um, Rich. We're going to move on. Viney has got in touch and said, when can the hey. number one listener join the podcast? Well, Viney, we need sponsorship, so let's make that happen. He's, he has said, <laughs> yes, I'll make a quiz, so probably next week. Um, right, right. Viney, Viney, two things here. Uh, firstly, I'm going to make you a quiz. Um, <laughs> you don't get to make a quiz on your first appearance. Secondly, be careful what you wish for, because I appeared in this podcast once and look what happened. <laughs> and now we can't get rid of him. <laughs> He's doing the running orders now. Um, uh, <laughs> we were tempted not to pick Jerry Rice to get rid of him, but it didn't work. Yeah, and, <laughs> and he's doing most of our do Twitter. So. Um, and talking of Foxcroft, uh, Emma's got in touch. I can't believe Hi, she, she tweeted why she just didn't come into the background and talk on the podcast. But what time will you... Oh, what time will you finish recording tonight? Soon, yeah, Emma. Yeah, soon. soon, soon, Emma. Soon, but she's also coming with an NFL question and said, "Who's got the best offense for next season?" Not Adam's opinion, though. So she gets enough of that, apparently. So just me and you, Mark. Who's going to have she the best to anything offense? I for say, next let alone season? NFL related. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, go on, Doug. You go first. Uh, the Patriots. Yeah. They've had the best offense for like 10 years. Why is it going to change next year? Yeah. I mean... Your opinion I'm, I'm doesn't matter, Adam. Put your hand down. Your wife's not interested. <laughs> the I'm only sorry. other team that I think from, a, from an offensive perspective... She doesn't listen to this. 
more does anyone else. <laughs> listeners, listeners, come back. Yeah, come yeah. back, listeners. Um, the only other team to rival them, I suspect, could potentially be the Steelers, who we know are very potent when it comes to offensive um, offensive play. But If Big Ben can keep going. Yeah, that's, that's it. If Big Ben can keep going. Big Ben's um, just that... fine. Don't worry about Big Ben. Yeah, um, I, I I think that that'll probably be probably be all right. Can I just give you a left field answer to this question? Um, and that's the Bengals. Wrong. I'm just I'm not saying they're the the best offense in the NFL. Well, they added a receiver and a running back, didn't they, in the draft? Sorry, say again. Yeah, they added a receiver and a running back in the draft, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've and they've yeah, already so did, got. So did the Jets. Doesn't mean they're going to be good. No, but they've got a quarterback that can air the ball out, and they've got AJ that's... Green. So. I don't know where well, that running back fits in. Hackenberg, so I don't know what difference it makes. <laughs> I don't know Hacken- uh, no, where no, do you where Bengals. do you see that running back fitting in though, Adam? What, what's what's going to go on with um, with uh, Bernard and uh, the other fella, Hill? Jeremy Hill. Uh, that is a good question. I suspect one of them will fall by the wayside, but I'd rather have too many running backs than not enough. Um, and Joe Mixon, whatever, when we've talked about him before, but um, whatever you say about him, he is an incredible talent. And yeah. arguably the best running back talent in the draft. Um, John Ross, I don't know. It's an interesting addition. Where you've got AJ Green as well. It's this Tyler Eifert. Have they've well, got weapons. Well, they've got the, the weapons. Are they've got a multi-level threat threat now with the receivers, haven't they? They've got Eifert for the underneath. They've got AJ Green for the possession role, and they've got Ross to go big. So, yeah, it's a good shout, Adam. Uh, lastly. Yeah. Before we move on, uh, before we move on to any other business, Rusty has got in touch. Big Russ, um, beardy upside down head. Russ has asked after <laughs> saying that I wouldn't. Um, after saying I wouldn't, I'm kicking the cards into touch. If you were advising <laughs> someone on a team or next for next season, who would it be and why? He's narrowed it down to the Bears and the Cowboys. I think that's an Eagle as well. Oh yeah, Eagles, Bears, and Cowboys. Now, Russ, it's, I've, it's I've emoji, already spoken so. to Russ and, and suggested the Eagles based on nothing more than I like their kits better. Um, are we allowed to say none of the above? You are. He's asking for advice. So, well, I, I think there's someone that's you know, if you if you relative, one of my friends was asking me about this, like who they should support, and they were basing it on a team that they might get a chance to watch, potentially a place that they might go and visit. Could they don't want them to be horrendously shit? Um, I'm thinking someone like the Giants might be a decent shout for someone that play on the East Coast, so it's it's a bit more favourable in terms of time. Um, for places to go, um, there's always a chance that someone might go and visit New York, so you could relatively easily go out there and watch him. Not awful, not an awful team, good defence, and have got one of the most exciting players in the league at the minute. I don't think the Giants are a bad shout for someone to follow. I'm not happy. You don't <laughs> abandon your team. <laughs> Come like, on, Spurs you know, and, and It's it's like what what because they haven't won the Super Bowl in one year. You're going to give up on them? He finds. <laughs> I, I think it's that he finds Carson Palmer really since... objectionable. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not having this. Come on, Russ, man up, <laughs> stick with your choice. Don't just don't just jump on. Don't go and support the Patriots because they're good or whatever <laughs> you think. Don't, don't just just do the honourable thing. Who's his um Who's his rugby team, Doug? Uh, the Exeter Chiefs. Uh, right, so they're not so doing he should bad, really then. be a Chiefs fan because then he, you know, then he has to invest. In yeah, concept, then he's got the Chiefs. You know, racist headdress. Yeah, well, I, I support the Essex <laughs> Eagles. I'm not following Philadelphia. You know, <laughs> that's because the Eagles have got nothing to do with Essex. Look, right, 
In None fact, that's going to be my any other business. That's going to be my any other business. All right, I've all just right. changed my any other business. Right. Um, so that's our mailbag. I really enjoyed that. We should um, that good. do that again when we're getting thousands of followers um, and see where it goes. Or, Doug, we just make them up. Yeah, there is that as well. Yeah, there is always we that option. That. Um, yeah, we didn't even do, should have thought of that. Yeah. yeah rather than, we're not very well, good at this, are we? Sorry, am I, am I ruining the magic of the podcast here? Sorry, yeah. Um well, to be fair, we knew like 60% of the people that, well, 100% of the people. Uh, yeah, I know everyone who's uh, replied to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cool. Um, any other I business? Only, I only know one. That Emma Foxcroft is the only one that I know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> None of them I know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, any other business, Adam? Uh, um. I think I've, I've just basically I've discovered that um, some guy is sleeping with my wife. <laughs> I don't know who it is yet. <laughs> um, yeah, a couple, a couple of quick ones. Firstly, R.I.P. Sir Roger Moore. It's devastating that a Bond has has died. There are a few better ways to spend. I'm going to sound a bit like Alan Partridge, but a few better ways to spend an afternoon than watching. I don't know the a man with a golden gun or. Moonraker or For Your Eyes Only or anything, really. Glang, glang, Sad. Alang, 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 alang. <laughs> Stop getting Bond wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, on the, on the, a long weekend, I'm going to Cancun for a wedding. And what? While it's a, oh, yeah, that pisses yeah, me off. Yeah, this is happening. I've worked out I'm going to spend as long either in an airport or on a plane, then I will be in Mexico. Um, but it's it's still worth it. And I'll see uh, I'll see Rich Newnham while I'm there. Oh. So, uh, yeah, who, who we don't know, of course. Get another question from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do. Um, that really annoys me. Just just Good. get married in your local church. Like, don't ask me to go uh, to... He, he don't tried ask that me. first time. Don't ask me, A, right, to go on his stag do to fucking Bulgaria or whatever it is and spend 800 quid doing that on the piss. And then three weeks later, expect me to go to Cancun for your wedding and bring a present and get a suit and a new tie, invariably, because you haven't washed the one from the last wedding that's got shit all over it. Pisses me off. I'm, no, I'm, I'm ushing. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, so are I'll you paid for? Even tie. Mm. I didn't pay for the tie. Okay. Well, that's worth it. Worth the trip to Mexico then, if you get a tie out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I reckon definitely, Mark. <laughs> um, so a word of caution for mine. Um, it's the most emasculating moment of my life happened the other day when I was. I, I noticed that the um, my rear windscreen wiper had, had basically fallen off. So I went to Halfords to go and buy another one. And I, I selected the right one, and everything was going fine. And um, took it up to the till, and this um, this burly bloke was there, and said to me, "Oh, it's only a pound if you want us to fit it." And knowing full well that I know how to fit my, uh, my the windscreen wiper on the back of my car, um, I thought to myself, "Nah, it'll be fine." I, I thought to myself, "Nah, it'll be fine." And then he goes, "Really? It's only a quid?" And I thought, "You know what? Fuck it. For a pound, why not? I'll get someone else to do it." So he put the tannoy over the system, um, fitted to the front front desk for a windscreen wiper fitting. The tannoy is a girl, brand name. Sorry, sorry. It's, <laughs> a, it's a public, public address system. Public address system. <laughs> <laughs> Aha! <laughs> um, 
and they and the smallest girl, about fifteen year old, rocks up to the front, grabs my uh, windscreen wiper, and goes out the back and proceeds to fit it. Now. When I'm stood next to this girl, who everyone now thinks that I've got to fit my windscreen wiper <laughs> because I don't know how to do it, this group of lads walk past, seeing this going on, and look at me with such a disapproving look in their eyes. I was like, I failed at being a man. <laughs> because for a pound, I was being lazy. Mate, it's not worth it. I know. Next time it's offered to do it for free, I'm just saying no, and I'm doing it myself. Mate, I know exactly what you what you're on about because the same thing happened to me at Halfords this week with a front light bulb on my Corsa. Uh, no, no, my I, work I can, car. Um, front light bulb. Yes, they are awkward, fiddly, absolute pain in the backside. Wiper, but, you just slot them in. Yeah, Jesus. like with the light bulb though, there was there were other blokes coming out of Halfords, and I kept looking at them and going like small hands. It's <laughs> got small hands. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. This group of like four lads walked past, and they look at me as if to say. Why has he got that girl to fit his pension? <laughs> Why is he doing that? And I was like, I failed. Uh, you know, Obviously, got, a pimp. Yeah, I've got no, <laughs> no It was yeah, it was a poor moment for me, and one I won't be repeating. Um, nice. My my uh, um, any other business was going to be based around Kate Hopkins and how much of a vile cretin she is, but uh, I've moved on. Having heard your thing about team nicknames now. Sports team nicknames can go one of two ways. They can, you know, Exeter Chiefs, nothing to do with Indian culture in Exeter. I don't get it, right? So you can have clever nicknames, Kent Spitfires, for example, Leicestershire Foxes, Nottinghamshire. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Kent Spitfires? Yeah. They just name themselves after their sponsor. Yeah, but That's there's also that... an association with Kent and the Spitfires. I don't know if you know about, about 1942 and all that kind of but stuff. But I hate Kent. Just let me slag him off. All right. All right but anyway. <laughs> so, and then I it got, got me thinking. Um, Birmingham Bears. When oh. was the last time a bear was seen walking down, uh, uh, walking through Mosley? Spikes um, your bears. I'm not having this Birmingham shit. Yeah, Essex Sorry. Eagles. There hasn't been an eagle in Essex since prehistoric times. Um, uh, just by, by the way, on that, do you know what the name of the mascot for the Essex Eagles is? I don't. I'll give you. I'll give you one guess. Go on. No, I'll give you a, a, one guess. Come on. Oh, come on, Dougie. Mark. Eddie. Well done. <laughs> Eddie Eagle. <laughs> but it goes. But you you can go on. Castle for Tigers, Catland Dragons, Leeds Rhinos. I'm pretty sure there's no never been a rhino in Leeds. Um, and then, the but then things go really crazy when you get to the IPL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the the Mumbai Indians, I mean, use your imagination. Yeah, hard to argue with that. You know, <laughs> yeah, we're in. I get that one. Um, rising Pune super giants. Outrageous. What does that mean? Koshi Tus- Tuskers. Unbelievable. Ellis? It's just ridiculous. Let's do away with nicknames. You don't need them. What's wrong with United, City, Athletic, Argyle? Just keep it simple. They're, yeah. they're nicknames. No, they're just not unique. No, but they're ridiculous. Like it really annoys me. The the chief, the extra chiefs thing really, really annoys me. I remember when it came in into into rugby union. Why did they ever bother with that? I know they were kind of following suit to rugby league, but and was it because they were trying to make it more exciting? Or, I don't, I don't know. The, but I've got point? I've got a lot of respect for the clubs that have just completely gone. No, we're not doing that. Bath rugby, yes, yeah, Bath stick rugby. with that. But Somerset exactly. did that in cricket. By they the did. Way. They, I think they they, 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 they refused to use it for. Yeah, I, I think they've got and, one now. But well, 
big shout outs to Glamorgan, Gloucestershire, Hampshire, Middlesex, Somerset, Surrey. You've got it right on the market in front. And Exeter Chiefs. Well done. You've 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 ruined everything. You had a beautiful stash, blue, white, and black hoops. And now they've got black shirts and people walk around in head Indian headdress. It's ridiculous. Although uh, I do want them to win the Premiership final this weekend. So um, poorly constructed there from me. If I'd have had a bit more time to think about it, I'd have come up with something better. But team nicknames in sport. Just, I could, just, I, we just could just have a pod it. on this, to be honest. Yeah, it annoys me. There's just no need for it. Pointless marketing. Like teams who have black kits just because it looks cool annoys me. Um, so yeah, we'll leave the way, it there. On the, on, the, on the cricket, Yorkshire, th- this is one of the most cringeworthy, and this, this links to the NFL. They've because some counties have had several different nicknames moving through sponsors, um, but Yorkshire really named themselves Yorkshire Vikings and had this affiliation with Minnesota. Um, so they started playing in purple. Uh, I'm not sure if they still the Vikings. I've lost track of it, but um, they got did the bit of social media with, with the Minnesota Vikings, and you sort of you wonder how many Vikings Minnesota players have actually heard of Yorkshire, um, or yeah. even heard, even knew about it, but. Or even cricket. Yeah. Horrific. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there is that. Anyway, let's leave it there. That's, yeah, they um, are still... Their T20 team is still the Yorkshire Vikings. Yeah. Can we finish now? We... Please, please <laughs> let's go. Um, yeah, let's finish there. That's uh, a nice, short, snappy pod that we planned for half an hour. Um, so enjoy it. Sorry, Emma. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cheers, boys. And Emma, to answer your question, one minute past ten, go. Yeah. Cheers, boys. We'll be back next week, hopefully, if uh, anything happens. See you later. (laughs) Good night.